This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by HelloFresh. Get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Opie14. Use the code OPI14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. Doggy licking his balls on the live stream. Well, how about that? What's up, Tim McConnell? Welcome to the the live stream, my friend Nero Win. Yeah, man. What's up, man? Can't believe you really smashed that guy's cake. That old gag. You don't understand entertainment now, do you? Nothing good can come of that guy being on our live stream. So he's gone. Goodbye to you, sir. Goodbye to you. The sun glare is very romantic, Andy Vollens saying. Well, thank you, Andy. I appreciate that very, very much. I see Brian Bernard has uh, has made it. Um, hope everyone uh, did okay with election day. I hope your guy won. <laughs> did your guy win yesterday? Did he? This is where I get myself in trouble. All I have to do is pick a side, and I would have uh, an even bigger audience because the side I pick, all those people would be on uh, support me in what I do, but I have to beat up both sides, which is really, really stupid. But with that said, I hope your guy won yesterday. All these new politicians, oh, they're going to change the world. Are they now? Can't wait to see what they get accomplished. My goodness. Hey, Ope, just catching up with you again after being a longtime WNEWWYSP and XM listener. Great to hear you again. Oh, well, John, thanks. Welcome to our little uh, live stream that we do on a, ah, a pretty regular basis. And I, I also see that the, the, the video quality isn't that good today. I wonder why. Too many people in my house right now using the Wi-Fi. Daddy needs the Wi-Fi. Get off your Roblox. Kids had a half a day today, so they're they're online with all their friends. Is like uh, I don't know. The parents out there understand this. They got like I think they got like six or eight people all playing at the same time. I think they're doing Roblox today. She's responding to me saying that the New Jersey uh, race is tighter than your sweats. The groin, Jennifer Ferris. My God, yeah. Somebody tweeted that picture again. Um, if you haven't seen the the infamous picture. Um, you know, I'm big in the pants. <laughs> There's no other way to say it. I'm big in the pants. Although that picture, the wind was blowing in my face, so it really pressed everything down. Some of the stuff that would hide uh, the bigness in the pants, so it made it even more defined. And uh, how the story goes, if you haven't heard this one yet, um, I'm a big surf caster. I like uh, fishing for striped bass. And I don't know, about a year, maybe a year and a half ago, I caught a giant striped bass. It was legal. It was over 28 inches. It was a keeper. I was excited. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to put this on my social media. I'm going to get a million likes, and I'm going to be a, an influencer. All of a sudden, um, 
the picture was getting a lot of activity and I'm like, here we go. I'm doing well with my picture. And then my wife uh, texts me and she goes, what the F? And I'm like, what, man? They like my striped bass. And they're like, no, look down at your crotch. And then you can see my giant hog squeezing through the sweatpants. So somebody today uh, retweeted that picture once again. So, you know, uh, it's not the worst thing to happen to the kid. Sergeant Mark Vassetti. Uh Sergeant does a, a, a decent podcast, man, and he does decent videos on, on the Twitter. You might want to check him out. Sergeant Mark Vassetti writes, have you been approached to be inducted in the Radio Hall of Fame like Brother Weeze? Oh, my God. Sergeant Mark Vassetti, thanks for the $9.99. I appreciate that. Um, hell no. I don't, think, I don't think I'll ever be in the Rock and Roll Hall of uh, Rock and Roll. I don't think I'll be in the Radio Hall of Fame. And I don't think, uh, oh, you're welcome, Mark. Um, no, people should check you out. You, you do a very, uh, very good job. You're a good talker. Usually you, you turn on your camera in your car and you just babble about all the bullshit that's going on in, in uh, Northeast Philly. See, I keep tabs on my people. Uh, I don't think I'll be in the Radio Hall of Fame ever. And uh, I don't think Opie and Anthony will be in the Radio Hall of Fame ever. And that would be because we pissed off way too many fucking people in the business. And kind of like called out the business uh, for being a joke. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think they're going to be coming for us anytime soon. To tell you the truth, Opie not being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is an injustice, or the Radio Hall of Fame. I said it wrong, um, but yeah, man. I, no, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and that's all right. I don't like trophies. I don't like uh, uh, awards. I think they're stupid. I know what I did for radio, and that's all I need to know. Our stuff will uh, live on way past us. You'll see. You'll see that shit will be out there for a very, very long time. <laughs> no, I, I did that, Kevin. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to click on you. But yeah, OJ was at. Wait, I, I got to get to Rachel. Uh, Rachel says he'll be in the haircut hall of fame. I, I, I will. I'll be in the Haircut Hall of Fame. And then uh, there's Kevin. Time is a, a weird thing, man. There was a time that uh, the whole world... No, that's not true. Oh, that's not true. Half the world uh, really hated O.J. Simpson. No, it's not even half. What is the percentage? Uh, I don't know. Whatever. A lot of people uh, still liked O.J. after he, you know, murdered two people. And it looked like he was going to go to jail forever. And then uh, he got acquitted, as we all know, and then he had to go to jail for something else. And then he gets out of jail for that. And you fast forward a whole bunch of years, and next thing you know, he's sitting in a luxury box up there in Buffalo watching the Bills game. That is crazy. That is absolutely nuts. Don't you think that's crazy? Or, or are you over that? I think a lot of people are probably over that. Certainly they're over it up there in Buffalo. He's a hero again to those people. He's a, he's a local hero. Speaking of football, Aaron Rodgers not uh, not throwing on Sunday. He uh, he tested positive for the uh, the COVID, so he's got to sit out um, at least this next game, and who knows how many more games? Oh my God! I think the Packers are having a great year after all that turmoil in the offseason with Aaron Rodgers. I believe they're what? Help me out, football fans! I think the Packers are what seven and one, one of the best uh, records in the league, man. And Aaron Rodgers has to sit out uh, this coming Sunday. I got blocked by Alec Baldwin for pointing out basic gun safety rules. Did you? 
Well, maybe he didn't want to hear it as he's going through a tough time right now, KC. I know you got bragging rights because he uh, he blocked you, but I'm not surprised. I, I would assume he's blocking everybody that's, uh, you know, taking advantage of his situation. So uh, listen to Calling All Marks, the one about Opie and Anthony. I hit the nail on the head. I, 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 no, I'm not going to listen to that. There's a lot of podcasts that that uh, if they're not talking about uh, me or Anthony or the Opie and Anthony show, they have literally nothing else to talk about. There's a lot of those type of shows out there right now, so I guess I should be, uh, I guess I should be flattered. I have no idea. Uh, but the story of the day, this is the story of the day. My my dear friend, <laughs> Butters Voss blocked you. <laughs> I don't know why you like Voss and he blocked you. Dude, we all block people. It, it, there's nothing special about it. Like I said, we all, and I've done it. I, I did it when Howard Stern blocked me. You know, I show, I screen cap, and I'm like, oh, looks like he can't take it. Look, Howard Stern can't take it. And then I'm sure an hour later, I'm blocking some asshole for saying shitty things about me. So we, we all do it. Let's be honest. But anyway, the story of the day. Stern is soft and boring now. I, I gave him props. I, I, I finally listened to some of his interviews because he wants to be known as an interviewer. Man, check out my interviews, man. I want to go down as the greatest interviewer of all time. That's just a tough road to go down. But with that said, he does a pretty good job. I don't like that he like, lowers his voice. To, to, to get his guest off guard. It's so obvious. And he thinks if he lowers his voice, he'll get these people to open up more. But uh, with that said, I, I listened to a couple of his interviews and they were damn good. The rest of his show, um, I've had Sirius XM in the car here and there very, very rarely. And I, uh, I, uh, I, I checked them out. And uh, his show sounds very antiquated. He did not... Um, grow with the times so all these podcasters they just sound way fresher than um, Howard Stern but with that said his interviews are damn good I mean I think uh, in his heyday Larry King was one of the greatest interviewers of, of all time what's some of those other interviewers we got uh, I would go Dick Cavett Dick Cavett was one of the greatest interviewers of all time can't really say Letterman or Leno because the shows they did, they only got to talk to their, their guests for like a quick five or ten minutes. Uh, but back in the day, like Dick Cavett would settle in and really talk to these guys for a long time. And so would uh, Larry King. I'm trying to think of uh, other great uh, interviewers. I think Ron Bennington is way better than Howard Stern at interviewing. And he doesn't really get the credit for his interviews for whatever reason. I mean, he does. But everyone's like, oh, my God, Howard's just the greatest interviewer of all time. And Ron Bennington on his worst day is better than uh, than Howard Stern. A lot of people want me to comment about this. I don't, if Jim and Sam are gone December 1st, I will. that will be a very, very happy day for me. I'll be very, very happy because I think they did me dirty back in the day. I don't think they're good people whatsoever. I think both of those guys are absolute punks. Uh, but with that said, whether they continue with SiriusXM or not does not define me and what I am trying to do with my life and my career. Uh, but if I find out that uh, they're gone, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy that day. There's no doubt about that. 
Okay, let me read this. Ronnie B, definitely, but Letterman did a lot with a little time, plus his Netflix show, which is long form. You know, I haven't dug into the Letterman long form show on Netflix yet. I checked out a couple early on, and then I tapped out, and it looks like he's interviewing a lot of really cool people. So I'm definitely going to... I'm definitely going to binge watch Letterman's Netflix uh, show, his interview show. Jay Leno, I know these guys are doing very, very different things now that, now that they're not on late night, but Jay Leno's car show got really wacky and weird. Really, really fucking strange. He's doing all these, like, dare I say, kind of hacky bits and stuff, and he doesn't have to do that. All he has to do is jump in some crazy-ass car with a celebrity and just talk and be funny. But now they're doing kind of wacky bits. And I like this show, but I, I I think he lost me a little bit. I'm not watching as much. Uh, Billy DeTore, the Letterman show on Netflix is pretty great. Even Kim Kardashian seemed interesting. You know, I, I give, a lot, I give a, a lot of shit to Kim Kardashian stuff, but I, she is kind of interesting. She, she crushed it on SNL. I was one of those people going, oh, my God, she's going to fall flat on her face on SNL. And she actually was really, really good. Now, look, she has all those really funny people writing for her, and they're making all sorts of skits. The whole show is set up for her. But uh, she was a very good presenter, and she did very, very good. And now she's hanging out with my old pal Pete Davidson. Jesus. Pete Davidson used to tell me that his dick looked like shit. Like, he had a horrible-looking dick. And all these, like, top fucking celebrities are are really into him. I wonder what it is. And the latest is Kim Kardashian. I think the headline of the paper was something like she's fascinated by him. <laughs> My guess is that Pete has a giant hog, but I think it's a mess. That's my guess. Oh, congratulations to the Atlanta Braves. They won the World Series. My God. They won the World Series the same year as, uh, as the passing of Hank Aaron. And a lot of people are saying, perfect. This is absolutely perfect that the Braves won the World Series the year that Hank Aaron died. I say, no, it's not. I, I do believe, I, I never met Hank Aaron, I don't know Hank Aaron from a hole in the wall, but I do believe what would have been perfect would have been for Hank Aaron to be sitting in the stands watching the Atlanta Braves win the World Series. But everybody wants to just romanticize everything, and they're like, isn't it perfect? Isn't it perfect that the, the Atlanta Braves won the World Series the, the year that Hank Aaron passed? This is just wonderful. This is so poetic. No, it's not. It's the worst scenario. I do believe the guy would have been uh, loving watching them win the World Series. Um, story of the day. So my old friend, uh, Phil Collins. I met him twice when I was working at SiriusXM. One time I was doing my radio show, the old show, and we found out that Phil Collins was down the hall. I think he was going on Howard's show. And the bookers uh, knew I was a huge Genesis slash Phil Collins fan when I was a lot younger. Still love a lot of Genesis songs and a few of uh, Phil's uh, solo songs. And um, ran down the hall and got a picture with Phil Collins. And he couldn't have been more of a dick towards us. He looked like he was very, very bothered. And it really, really bummed me out because I'm like... I was thinking to myself, people say all the time, never never uh, meet your heroes because they're going to let you down. And in this case, Phil Collins definitely was one of the guys I really, really liked when I was coming up. 
And then I finally get to meet him and take a picture, and he just was in a bad, bad place or a bad mood and still got the picture, you know. Uh, didn't feel good about it, though. So then you fast forward a whole bunch of years. Phil Collins comes on the show, the show I was doing with Carl Ruiz, Vic Henley, Sherrod Small, and he was absolutely amazing. He was a much different person. He was cool as could be. Even after the interview was over, he was hanging with us, and I just couldn't believe it. Carl made the mistake of telling Phil that uh, he really likes the song Susudio, and uh, Phil couldn't believe it and thought Carl was just busting his balls. And, and Carl's like, no, I really like the song. Phil Collins was basically trying to say no one actually likes the song because it was so overplayed back in the day. Since coming out here and talking about this, you know, I have to say that I only wrote Susudio once, you know, and I recorded it once. Mm. I didn't record it a hundred thousand times, and, and I recorded it once. Right, and then people played it on the radio. Yeah, I like the song. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, it's not that. I love the. I love the song. If you <laughs> magnify that, yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Is it your now, favorite? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Cuban. I'm Cuban. It's the best. No, but, but even, he just said, "Oh, come on!" <laughs> I, I got yelled at by Phil Collins. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> For liking Susudio. I really like Susudio. I don't dislike it. I just, you know, and then if American... I didn't hear it again, it wouldn't bother me. You know? Well. But... And then I famously, um, well, he was basically telling us that he, he this is where I'm getting with the, the story of the day. So we find out that uh, he remarried his ex who took him for so much money. I mean, a lot of fucking money. And uh, I famously said to Phil, you know, now that you remarried her, did she give the money back? And everyone laughed and laughed and laughed. And I was very, very scared to ask that. But I said, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. And thank God it worked out. If it didn't work out, that would have been good radio too, but it would have been very, very uncomfortable for everybody. So now that was a few years ago. And in the paper today, first of all, Phil Collins isn't in, in the best health these days. He's walking with a cane. I saw a clickbait article. I don't even know if it's true that Genesis and Phil Collins fans are uh, worried because Phil's basically saying he can't even hold a drumstick anymore. Uh, that woman that uh, did not give the money back after taking all of Phil Collins' money or a lot of his money, um, and then he remarries her. Uh, well, they're separated again, and she moved on, actually, and she married a 32-year-old, I think, last year. But there's another major lawsuit happening with Phil Collins and this woman, and she's fighting for um, their house in L.A. I think she wants at least half the house because, you know, she wrote in the air tonight in Su Su Studio. So she deserves half, right? Oh, my God. I try, to be a, I try to be a feminist the older I get, but I really still believe that guys get fucked when it comes to uh, divorce settlements. I understand paying your fair share just like taxes, but some of these... Some of these women, my God, she wants she wants half of his house, if not more. She didn't write Susudio. She didn't write In the Air Tonight. She didn't write Turn It On Again. And now she wants to embarrass Phil Collins. So Phil Collins has to do um, some kind of interview with her lawyers. And I think he's got to pretty much answer answer to these accusations. The accusations that this woman is making, and she's had... She had two kids with Phil Collins. 
You would think just for the kids' sake, even though they're probably uh, adults by now, she would behave and be cooler toward Phil Collins considering they, they, they have kids together. She wants to ask Phil Collins or the lawyers are going to ask, and this is going to be part of the lawsuit for whatever reason, I don't know why, uh, whether or not he didn't brush his teeth or shower for a year. That's what he's going to be asked by her lawyers because she's now trying to embarrass the poor guy who's 70 and in bad health. It hit the papers that uh, Phil Collins, according to her, did not shower or brush his teeth for a year. We said it earlier with OJ, man. That time is a bitch. This guy, this guy, this Phil Collins, he was one of the, he was one of the biggest celebrities, one of the biggest musicians in the world, man. He was, he had, he had success that many, many people have not reached in, in the music business. And then you fast forward a bunch of fucking decades, two decades, let's say, and now you know she's claiming that he doesn't brush his teeth or shower. Fuck. Well, to be honest, as a spouse, that's partly her fault for not getting him proper care if he wasn't fully able. No, I think she wants to embarrass the hell out of him because she seems, she seems, I think I could say she seems to be a money-grabbing bitch messing with my friend Phil Collins. How dare you? Time to talk about HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals. And they're throwing in three free gifts. I love my HelloFresh. Started out as a a sponsor to the podcast. Now I'm a customer. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh offers 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian, calorie smart, and gourmet options, providing plenty of variety. You pick your menu, and then the ingredients and the recipe cards come right to your house with a very easy-to-follow recipe. That means you don't have to wander around the grocery store trying to find items for a particular recipe. They have made it very, very simple. HelloFresh is going to make the holidays easier. Your weekly delivery is made to help you cut back on meal prep and cleanup. And their limited edition holiday boxes deliver everything you need to cook up a family feast. No planning necessary. Look, let's be honest. We're all trying to save a little money right now. HelloFresh is a can't-beat value. Even at full price, it's over 30% cheaper than grocery stores. And with this holiday deal, it's time to try for even less. I'm telling you, if you've never checked out HelloFresh and you want to support this podcast, do me a favor, go to HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and they're throwing in three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash OP14 and use code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. That's why HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh.com slash OP14. Use the code OP14 for up to 14 free meals and three free gifts. You love that song, Billy Don't Lose That Number? Andy Vollin, man, you like your poppy shit, huh? I like Dance on... uh Dance on the Volcanoes, I believe, was the name of the song. Uh, 
I think I got it. I think I got the drum beat right on that one. Yeah, I wanted to play drums. I did. And my mom wouldn't allow me to bring a drum set into the house because of the seven, eight, or nine kids. There was plenty of noise in the house already. But she uh, she got me excited. I signed up to, to play drums. And uh, then she tells me, uh, oh, you can play all the drums you want at school, but you're not playing drums in this goddamn house. We have seven, eight, nine goddamn kids. I'm like, oh, right. So then, uh, you know, I'm trying to be a rock star in my room. And they gave me what's called pads. Uh, and it's not the pads like today where you can plug in headphones and you're just hitting these pads and it sounds like you're at Madison Square Garden. They were just rubber pads about a quarter inch thick. And you try to hit it with your drumstick and the drumstick would pop up and hit you in the fucking head because it had a ridiculous bounce. It didn't deaden after you hit the stupid thing. And you can't hear any of your fucking beats whatsoever. So that's why now the kid just plays uh, mouth drums. Ah, synth drums. Yeah, man, I'm, I don't come from a time where we had synth drums. This guy's saying he's smoking some firepower right now. What the hell is that? And then there was something in the... In the, in the paper today that uh, the old school drug addicts are like fondly remembering the old days when they used to do their H because nowadays there's so much of that fentanyl uh, around that uh, they're even saying they're not crazy enough to, to do H uh, these days. And they, they miss the old days when you did your H. It was, uh, it was mostly H. Have you tried the Delta 8? What... What planet are you on? Where are you? Have you tried the Delta 8? The hell is that? Would you ever go back on TV again? I haven't been uh, asked in a while. I mean, Guy Fieri was nice enough to, to put me on uh, Guy's Grocery Games for the Carl Ruiz tribute. That was a lot of fun. But that's already uh, two years ago, I believe. So, you know, I mean, the shelf life on this face... The expiration date on the face is coming soon, so if I don't get on the TV in the next year or two, I'm going to have to shut down that dream. Have you ever... What the... Did you ever try what? I don't even know what SawCon is. I'm probably saying it wrong. Only if you wear that oversight... <laughs> Rachel... Rachel knows how to get to me every single time. She's referring to my giant shirt I wore on Jay Leno because I trusted Keith the Cop to get me an outfit. His wife was in fashion, and he basically said, I got you, I got you. What's your size? Because I couldn't really find anything. And this is how stupid I was. I shouldn't even blame Keith. He, should have, he shouldn't have been uh, even worrying about this. Going on Jay Leno. So uh, what's mailed to my hotel room was giant jeans, way bigger than my size, and a giant brown, awful shirt. It arrived um, where I didn't have enough time to run down to the street and find anything else. So I went on Jay Leno with a giant shirt. This is something you can look for yourself at on YouTube. 
Uh, it's a it's a terrible shirt. It really is a terrible shirt. Uh, yes, she is. Rachel's the mayor of the Pod Squad. Pod Squad, we uh, we hang out on the private Facebook group. You just click support now on my regular Facebook group. Or Facebook, I should say. My regular Facebook. Uh, there's a little support now. You click on that. It's a few bucks, but it's worth it because we just have a good time. And there's no assholes in there that we know of. Unless they're just lurking in the shadows. Yeah, you're fun assholes. I, that's a compliment, Jill. Jill Gregg. Of course you guys are fun assholes. It's very light and easy, and I like it a lot. Jennifer Ferris. Whoa! Did you just say we have fun assholes? Can you tell how old we are? That was one of the greatest bits at WNEW. I think people assumed that I, they knew how I did that, right? Anthony played it perfectly. We would have all these... Um, these fine uh, young ladies coming into the studio. And then Anthony would set up the bit most of the time and say, you know, uh, Ope could uh, 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 tell your age. And these, uh, these bimbos, I got to call them bimbos. They would go, really? How does he do it? And then Anthony's like, well, you know, you got you to gotta, uh, you take your, your, your clothes off and you got to bend all the way over. And he... Uh, and he reads your taint. <laughs> and they're like, no way, that's crazy. There's no way that he could do that. And, and they're saying it like that as they're taking all their clothes off. And then they bend all the way over. I had the best view in New York City. You think this view is good? Get the fuck out of here. I had the best view in New York City because we did this a lot. And then uh, they would bend all the way over. And then I would, uh, you know, I would, I would go, okay, mm-hmm, interesting. Like I'm really kind of, you know, reading the the tea leaves, or the uh, or the notches, or the rings, reading all the rings, and I'm making believe. I'm like, okay, I'm doing my calculations in my head, and I would uh, wait uh, just a perfect amount of time, and then I would say, uh, you just turned 22, and they would go, oh my god, how do how. Sally, how did he do How did he do that? Just amazed. Absolutely amazed. And I couldn't believe I got away with this bit for so long. I don't care. I'm giving this bit away, too. Um, everyone that had a, everyone that goes on a radio show, they have to fill out paperwork, and they have to show their license. <laughs> it's as easy as that. And I'm like, someone is going to catch on. So, you know, they would show their license. One of the producers would quickly write down their birthday. They would sneak me the piece of paper. It's in front of me. Girls don't even know I'm going down that road, so they don't ex uh, suspect anything. I got, the, I got their age in my, my head. And then all I needed was Anthony to go, you know, he, uh, he could uh, tell you how old you are. And they fell for it every time. Not one person called me out on it. Oh, my God. This is just, you know what, bro? I know you, you said earlier that you want to interview me. Because of this comment right here, I have no desire to talk to you on, on, on whatever podcast or format you do. It's just This is just a really dumb question. No offense to you. And I, I do wish you all the, all the best. But he says, how would you feel if your son started a, a podcast and was, was good? Right? Is that what it says? Okay. Would you uh, use all your experience and knowledge to help him or would you shut it down? That's just a dumb question. 
if my uh, son follows uh, my footsteps, I would do everything in my power to make him the best. Well, he would he would have to do that for for himself, but I would give him all the knowledge I know, and I would uh, I would uh, tell him everything I know. But if you know anything about kids, they got to do it their own way. Some of that stuff would uh, sink in, but uh, in the end, he would uh, have to make it his own. But why would I shut my own son down? That's why I can't talk to you. That's just stupid. And it also shows that you're really not paying attention to where I'm at in my life. Thank you, Gary Krasinski. Wow, he don't know you at all. No, man, you don't. That was kind of insulting. That means I have this giant narcissistic ego that I'm actually going to, like, shut my own son down? Why would... That's just dumb, man. I hope someday he's way bigger than me and I would be the proudest fucking guy out there. But I don't even know what he wants to do. He's, you know, he's still figuring all sorts of shit out. He's a, he's a very, very smart kid and a very, very creative kid. Oh, Jesus. You got to get thick skin, bro. I'm sorry. I just get annoyed by... Uh, I was going to say I get annoyed by dumb questions. And, and I'm, trying to, I'm sorry. Actually, look at it as a learning experience. Because if you know anything about me, my, my kids mean everything to me these days. And it's one reason why I'm not really even trying to get a giant show together. Because getting a giant show together is a lot of time, a lot of stress, a lot of pressure. And if you don't pick the right people, a lot of toxicity. And... Uh, I spent a lot of years uh, doing a radio show when I should have been focused on other things. And now I realize uh, the errors of my way. And, uh, you know, my kids are the most important thing to me in my life. That and the wife. But he goes, that sucked, guys. LOL. I feel like a hero of mine just shut me down. I'm kind of sad now. Don't be sad. It's all good. I came in hot, to be honest with you. But, you know. Uh, there's been a lot of um, a lot of jerks out there that have said some horrendous uh, things about uh, my family that weren't even close to true. So I'm very, very, uh, very, very protective, like any any parent would be out there. You take a lot of hate, which leads to you being more defensive sometimes. Yeah, man, you're not wrong. I think uh, over the years, some of the hate was justified. But uh, I think I got a lot of hate that was absolutely not justified whatsoever. And uh, yeah, I think Jennifer's right. I think it's it has absolutely made me uh, more defensive than maybe I have to be. So there you go. This is the stuff we talk about. We have a little honest talk with each other. I like that. Okay, yeah. God, Jennifer, you want to you wanna be uh, the producer? Let that guy, we'll end with this. Let that guy ask you another question and you could both redeem yourselves. Because what, I came in a little hot? I came in a little hot and then he had a stupid question. Because <laughs> I, I, um, I want my kids to have a great life. I want my kids to be happy. I want my kids to find something they really love doing. Uh, just like my dad taught me. And I want them, if they choose to be, I want them to be the best at it. So that's why I got very defensive because uh, your question went against all that. What's up, John Quartz? I saw you fly by. Uh, what is your question? Um, poorly written. So that's another demerit. 
you write, no, who, if anyone, would you rebuild a relationship with? Um, from my past? My past is my past. There's a, there's a couple people that will remain um, nameless because they want it that way, um, that I felt like I, I was wrong about how I handled some things. And uh, I, I was able to rebuild uh, a relationship slash friendship with. But in general, man, I'm good. I am really good. That uh, old Opie and Anthony show beat the shit out of me and beat the shit out of a lot of people that were part of it. And that show wore a lot of us out. So I say I'm good, good, good. Frustrated women. I am obsessed with the Standells Dirty Water and I don't even know why. My wife called me out the other day. Why? She goes, why are you just screaming in the house? Down by the river, Charles. That's where I saw her. <laughs> She's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, the song just makes me happy. But just out of nowhere, I'll go, down by the river, Charles. All right. I'm babbling now. I know when I'm babbling. You should get a job, Opie. Why? Why should I get a job? Why? I've never had a job in my life. Well, that's not true. I had a, I had a temporary job at the Walt Whitman Mall. They had a restaurant. And um, let's just be honest. Um, somebody on the slow side was my boss. And I was a dishwasher. I can honestly say that was a job. But besides that, I never had a job in my life. I was a caddy for uh, well over a decade about 12 years that absolutely wasn't a job and i already was kind of doing radio uh you know starting at 18 professionally by 22 so i never had a job so i don't know what that means get a job what's that and i thank my daddy i thank my dad for that Thank God as a small kid and I pray, like I walk my kids to school every day and I give them little life lessons. I give them little tidbits about life from my experience. And I know most of it, they're going to just ignore and, and, and they're thinking to themselves, oh, just shut up. But I'm hoping some of the stuff sinks in because when I was a little kid, one of the things that sunk in was the fact that my dad said, you know, uh, find something you love, Greg, because you're going to be doing it for a very, very long time. You don't have to just get a job to get a job. And I went, aha, and I listened to him. And I never forgot that. So I worked toward uh, finding something I love doing, did it for a very, very long time. And because of that, I never had a job. Not Well, the one job with the, you know, the guy that was a bit slow. It was very insulting when, uh, I don't know. The other guy came to me and said, he's your boss today. Whatever he says goes. And the next thing you know, I'm picking up pennies off the floor. <laughs> and we just stared at shiny things all day. I'm like, why are you making me stare at shiny things all day? Aren't we supposed to be washing these dishes? But you're the boss. I'll do whatever you say. Jesus, I gotta go. This is getting stupid. Bye, guys. Bump, bump, bump.
Pam, 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 pam,